nine minutes. My snooze button gives me nine minutes. Nine, nine minutes is not a snooze. 90 minutes. That's a snooze. Has, has anyone ever woken up from the nine minutes refreshed? I was exhausted nine minutes ago, but now, right as rain. <laughs> Thank you, Gary Gullman, and welcome to the Snooze Button Express. My name is Neil Headley. I was prepared to write off a literal lifelong battle with insomnia to just be in part of doing more than 30 years of morning television and radio. Well, when I dug a little bit deeper, it turned out there was far more to learn. So in this series, we try to help people fix their sleep by figuring out why mine is so horribly broken, and maybe we stumble upon some answers together. This is one of those weeks where the nine-minute format of the show really kind of bites us in the keister. There is so much useful information in the full-length version of this week's episode, which you'll find at the snooze button com or you can subscribe. We treat them as completely separate podcasts, although this version that you're hearing right now is an edited down nine-minute sort of highlight package of the main episode. Our guest is Dr. Tucker Peck, um, who started his career as a sleep scientist, but, um, you know, we, we discuss at length in the full-length version his morphing sort of out-of-sleep science and into meditation and and we get into that in great detail. Also, in the full-length version, you'll hear Tucker talking about uh, things like melatonin and all kinds of other information that is coming your way. Plus, there's a special offer in the full-length version that we just don't have time to get to. But we do get time to cover some of the basics. So, talking about sleep and meditation, here's Dr. Tucker Peck. Tucker, I'm going to start you with the same question that... Uh, pretty much every guest on the snooze button gets as their very first question. How did you sleep last night? Um, my house has no foundation on it at the moment, which sounds like a metaphor, but there's literally my house doesn't touch the ground. It's, it's supported by Jenga blocks at the moment. And, um, <laughs> I didn't sleep great because the construction crews show up first thing in the morning and I live in an earthquake zone. So I'm very glad that there's construction crews taking care of this foundation issue, but it's, it's not optimal for sleep. I'm afraid. Oh my gosh. So, okay. Which, which, Always, every time I talk to someone, whether they're, you know, the lead guitar player for a rock band or a world-class neuroscientist, the second question is always the same because the answer to the first question is almost identical. Uh, what do you do on a night where you can't sleep? What's your thing? What I would say the most important thing I do is, is relax. Um, <laughs> I had a, a patient in my insomnia clinic a few years ago and he, on a scale of zero to 10, circled 10, endorsing the sentence, without eight hours of sleep, I can't function. The guy had started his own company. He was a millionaire. He was married. Uh, he was maybe 28 or something. Okay, when was the last time you got eight hours of sleep? Oh my God, 10 years ago. Okay, what is functioning if it's not what you're doing? <laughs> that... Um, <laughs> I think most of us believe that on one night of bad sleep, the next day is is useless, we're dead. And it's just not true. On one night of bad sleep, the next day is, I mean, maybe a little emotionally worse, but basically indistinguishable. Um, so I just relax and feel totally okay that one night of virtually no sleep is fine uh, and I'll be nice and tired the next night. Um, one of the reasons that I wanted to get you on the show was to geek out with you for a few minutes about a subject that I know is near and dear to both of our hearts. Um, 
let's start to get into the the relationship between meditation and sleep. Um, yeah, I actually did a PhD in the relationship between meditation and sleep, so I, I could talk about this topic indefinitely. So, I um, mean, I mean, yeah. is there a, is there a form of meditation that works? But you know, is it is it does sleep get enhanced easier if, for example, you do TM versus mindfulness or any of the other various forms of meditation? Because there are so many different ways to meditate. Um, is is there any science out there that points to one as being superior to the others in terms of the effect it has on sleep? No, this question, I guess like any good question, gets very complicated. Uh, there's a couple complicating factors. One is meditating 15 minutes a day is probably something everybody should do. Um, meditating, going on like a 10-day meditation retreat, meditating for two hours a day is a completely different sort of activity that has very strange effects on your sleep. Uh, it, it will often cause insomnia, but without any of the deficits associated with insomnia. Really? So th that's one complicating factor is um, doing a lot of meditation is a totally different ballgame. The other is I was writing a book uh, in like 2014 on meditation as a treatment for psychological disorders. And it was going to be an all science based sort of a book. And I ended up throwing the book out because what I was finding was all I'm really getting in terms of the data is information about how you asked the question. Meaning if you compare meditation to nothing, so any physical or mental health problem, one group learns to meditate, the other group gets treatment as usual, gets put on a wait list. Meditation is a godsend, it's a panacea, it lowers your cholesterol, it boosts your immune system, unless your immune system is too high, and then it lowers your immune system. Um, <clears throat> um, it decreases depression, anxiety, goes on forever. If you compare like two months of brief amounts of meditation to absolutely anything, there's very few cases where meditation turns out to be better than the absolutely any active control group that you compare it to. The reason is in the short term, the effect of changing your behavior, it kind of doesn't matter how you change your behavior. The effect of like the confidence that comes from making a behavior change and sticking with it overwhelms the actual effects in most cases of the behavior that you have changed. <laughs> <laughs> so oh. the, the scientific question of if I'm going to practice 15 minutes of meditation a day for a couple months, which one is better? Um, I've never seen any sort of decent answer to this. The philosophical answer is obviously it just depends who you ask. The TM teacher thinks TM is the best, best, best method of meditation. My uh, doctoral dissertation was on trying to find – physiological markers of skill at meditation and it, it's pretty speculative these are definitely not scientific conclusions but what it looked like i was seeing from the brainwave data is in any meditation there are these foundational skills of turning attention inwards and relaxing becoming less reactive, that for any meditation, you're going to start out that way and then go from there. And if you're doing 10 minutes of meditation, that's likely to be all that you do. So in my research, we are finding that the more meditation practice you had, the quicker that your brain waves across the scalp transitioned into 
um, high alpha, low theta, which is the state you'd be in lying in bed, ready to fall asleep. It's, it's a relaxed, comfortable sort of state. I was looking at, I think six minutes of meditation. There was a similar study looking at closer to 30 minutes. And then you start getting these bursts of gamma, the, the highest frequency brain activity, uh, in certain types of practices, you get very alert and your mind is functioning more than it normally would. So I think in terms of I want to meditate 15 minutes a day for a couple of months, it probably doesn't matter all that much what sort of activity you're doing. There you go, Dr. Tucker Peck. Tons more information in the full length version of the episode that's waiting for you, along with links and contests and all kinds of other stuff, including ways to ask your sleep questions of our panel of experts at thesnoozebutton.com. Until we get back together next week for another episode, my name's Neil Headley. Hey, do me a favor. Get some sleep, would you? Come on. Come on.